Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 8 of the Master Craftsman Podcast. I am Jared Niederheiser, and joining me as always is... Branson Wilms, and we have three... It's kind of like three... What What would that be? You're the math guy. Three to the third. That'd be 27. Okay. Let's, we've got... The three 27 cubed. yeah we've got three triple three ipas cubed. here so we've got the old three cubed episode coming up uh so we actually are going to be kicking off tonight with a uh, a local brewery that and they released this one it's been a little while ago but you've been sitting on one in the fridge yeah, on yeah and so we found it to be a, a nice night as it i think broke 50 degrees today here in northeast ohio it's been 50 the last two days yeah so yeah. i mean that's screaming triple ipa yeah, weather for me I, I think, yeah. um so we're gonna dive into three different triple ipas this is a uh, a category that we have not touched on yet as as the master craftsman so um it's one of my favorite yeah it's one of my favorite types of beer i know i kind of hit on that a little bit yeah for sure last week but with the smoothies and then i love coffee stouts triples is 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 next in line trip I'm a, I'm a sucker for for several different types of ipas but i always find triples to be a little bit more uh Heavy and full of flavor, a little yeah. bit more packed. We, we, we got some heavy hitters here tonight. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. It. I think the lightest of them tonight is is at ten point two percent. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, we were told at our local bottle shop here that one of these just recently came in. It's super fresh, and he said that it is just phenomenal. So, really excited to dig into that one because. It's already gotten some high ratings yeah, there. That, when you have 1,400 different uh, beer labels in there, uh, to get some significant recognition is always a, a nice... Uh, it makes it easier to pick out your yes, six-pack. That's what I'll say. It does. And one thing that's cool, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, is you know a lot of times when you go in, if you're trying to finish a six-pack, you finish it off by looking at what the coolest can is. Check out our Instagram at the.mastercraftsman on Instagram, as I said. These are three of probably the cooler um, can art that we've had. I mean, yeah. you've got to check these out. For uh, sure. From from the first one to the third one here, these are, are three very different, but three very interesting and very cool uh, can can art, like I said. So uh, real excited to to dive into these and get a, get a good look at what we have, man. Yeah, so Jared, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about what we're going to go over in today's topic of the week. Yeah, so real quick, I don't want to get too much into it until we get into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, but we are going to be doing our Super Bowl Part 2 tonight. Last week, we kind of talked about some prop bets, some different yeah. things that yep. we liked um, about the game itself, the action on the field. Tonight, we're going to take ourselves off the field with a little bit of like some fun conversation in our first segment, we're going to look at some prop bets that are a little, uh, they're not football really related, but they're they are kind of cool things that you can wager some money on if you choose to. Then we'll get into the, the game side of it. We're going to discuss, you know, who we feel like has a good chance to win an MVP of the Super Bowl and why. And then that will lead into our predictions of not only who we think is going to win, but the final score. So yeah. a lot to go into it here on Super Bowl Part 2, Super Bowl Episode Part 2 here tonight. Yeah. So... So stick around. We will be right back. Take a quick one, and then we'll dive into beer number one and some pretty interesting prop bets. All 
All right, welcome back, Master Craftsman, episode eight of season one. We are talking about the Super Bowl some more. Now, again, as I mentioned in our first intro there, this is the first segment here is we're going to step away from the actual game that takes yeah. place in between the lines. We're going to look at three prop bets that are, um, I don't want to say completely off the wall because I think they're common ones that people yeah. bet on in the Super Bowl, but they're they're kind of cool ones that like we've, we've been sitting here looking through them and thinking like, okay, what, what do we think is going to happen? Especially the last one. The third one is the one I'm most intrigued about. Yeah, I think that you, and one's... I, you and I have some differing opinions about what what's going to happen there. But as we take a look, I'll get I'll start to talk a little bit about this first one after you tell us a little bit about this first beer. Yeah. So up first we have Too Thug to Chug by Birdfish. So okay, this so cool. is a cool can. It's got like a uh, like a toddler aged kid with a beanie hat on. Uh, chugging uh, what appears to be a bottle with some bubbles in it. So uh, the the baby's tatted up. He's got a chain. Uh, he's got thug tattooed on his stomach. It is a cool can. Um, he's got a what is that? A super soaker across a the super chest? soaker on the chest. Yeah, I mean like timeout legend or timeout something up above his eye. Timeout, timeout champion. Timeout champion. Yeah, is tattooed above his. And eye. so this is a hazy triple IPA. That comes in at 11.5%. So this is a 12-ounce can, which is probably a good thing. I mean, um, I mean especially but, for where we're at. Yeah. So I'm going to crack this, and then you can go ahead and start talking about the first bet. So our first one is a, is a common one, like I said. This is one that, that gets a – yeah, that's a beautiful color. Yeah. Well, and we're not used to seeing them that color so far with our, our no. episodes. We really haven't had any IPA-ish beers, really. Um, but yeah, this first one is a fairly common one. It's the coin toss. Now, the odds are even. Obviously, it's 50-50. So we're looking at minus 115 for heads, minus 115 for tails. One cool stat about this that I saw this week and that I did fact check it before um, we started recording was the last eight coin toss winners have lost the Super Bowl. That's that's a crazy statistic for me. Like, I mean, in the fact that it's like it is, it's fifty fifty, and you're like, oh, well, one toss, but you lose the game, which is unreal. The last team to win after winning the coin toss was the Seattle Seahawks, the Legion of Boom, and they yeah. uh, paid Manning and the Broncos. Was that forty nine Super Bowl forty nine? Yes, because this is fifty seven. Yeah, because you're right. You're right. Um, so I think. When when me and you were going through these earlier, um, you had mentioned what was the last four out of the last five four were heads. Last five have been heads. Do we know was the last one tails? Do we know? Usually when they make those, they would they say like it's it's one in the middle. So like yeah. if they they would say like you know four straight. Right. I, I, I would assume. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I mean, right. Just generally, they would say like it's one of the ones of those five, not maybe so, necessarily the last one. So four out of the last I five were. Heads, which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. that is that is. Oh man! You just think. I don't know. I and this is what gets me in trouble when I go to the casino and play roulette. You think that you think the streak's gonna break, and <laughs> so like you want to bet against the streak. Tonight's the night. Yeah, tonight's, tonight's the night tonight's that it night. is breaking. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Ooh, that's got some really nice flavor. Yeah, it's like full. It's like juicy. It's got the right amount of hop and like and and dankness to it. A little, little piney. Yeah. To me, a little piney. Just that that yeah, little the, the bit of bitterness. Not, yeah, I love I love a good hoppy beer. Yeah. I love a good hoppy beer. 
So what about prop bet number two? Yeah, so um, as we get into prop bet number two, this one's going to move a little bit. This one, yeah. So when it came out, and and this one is um, the national anthem, Mm -hmm. which is being uh, sung by Chris Stapleton, Stapleton. country singer, um, just performed at the Grammys. I don't know if you got to see any of that. It was a really good performance. It was with... um, it was with uh, Smokey Robinson and uh, the pianist, Stevie Wonder. Okay, quite the collaboration. It was very, very wow. good. They, they did a I, I great have job. I that up. Yeah. That's a great... That's, yeah. yeah, they did a big, long like uh, collaboration up there. It was really good. Um, so... When it came out, and it's still adjusting as we get closer and closer. Yeah, it'll move a little bit. As I believe. What did I tell you? One one twenty one and a half seconds. Yeah. So with Chris Stapleton being a country singer, and he's a real good performer, I think this one drags out. Uh, I I think I take the over. The one thing that you look for when you have a country singer, as opposed to like an R and B singer or something like that. They don't go on those runs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You think of Mariah Carey where she holds on mm-hmm. those notes. And like, uh, you know what I mean? Country singers don't generally do that. Yeah, but think of like the lo- like the pace. Like think of Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. And the thing that I think about, and I'm gonna take the over like he's too. very like sl- like he doesn't have those big draws, but he is consistently. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the over as well. My thing is, is there going to be some sort of like in between like. The last like stanza of the song, does he have like a little bit of like a guitar? And I'm not saying like a solo for right. like, 10, 15 seconds, but like a little bit of like a three, four second yeah. and then sing that last stanza. That's yeah. that's what I'm looking at. I'm taking the over as well. Yeah, and I and like the, I, I like that's we're looking at two minutes and one second. Again, the line could potentially move over the next three, four where, seconds. Where it is right now, I'm definitely taking the over. Yes, 100%. Uh, I think you're going to see that time increase the closer we get to the Super Bowl. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Before we talk about this last one, let's talk a little bit about this beer because I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about yeah. just how good. I mean, truthfully, a 12-ounce can. Again, Birdfish is a local brewery out of Columbiana. This is a collaboration that they have with Project MKC, where a portion of the proceeds of this sale of this beer goes to that um, organization and in collaboration with R.L. Craig. Which is a machine shop? Is that correct? Yeah, and in, if, uh, in, yeah, in Lisbon, Ohio. And so. if you go into the brewery ever, uh, and I've only been in there a handful of times, right. which is kind of shocking. I've, and I think that's mostly because I can get their beer at uh, our our can shop that we go and to. You distribute very well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't have to necessarily go there to get it. But if you do go, um, you will see like when you look at through the windows into like the brewing section of the of the brewery. Um, you will see certain tanks marked with like Project MKC, yeah. and those are those collaborative brews that they're okay. working on that that go to special. Um, it has been a minute proceeds. since I've been in Brewfish, yeah, 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 they do it's, have some great beer. They do. They've got they've got a a really good list, and it's a really cool spot to go hang out to because they have like a bunch of like classic arcade games, all sorts of other cool things, and it's dog friendly, of, and they yeah, they get food trucks as well. Yeah, they got good outside seating. It is it's a cool, cool space. space, cool space for sure. And so the last prop bet here we're going to touch on is and this is where we have I don't want to say a disagreement. This is where we kind of different opinions on what we think is going to happen, and that's at the halftime show. Rihanna is the halftime performer, and our the bet is it deals with what is her first song 
she's going to sing? What is that <laughs> going to be? My prediction is going to be Umbrella. And I, I mean, I kind of wavered on this before we jumped into this portion of the show tonight. But I, I, I'm going to stick with it. I think we're going to get that uh-huh, uh-huh, like yeah. the Jay-Z part. We might even see Jay-Z. It's hard to say. If Jay-Z shows up, I mean, that would be an epic. I mean, last last year we got 50 Cent out of nowhere. Is, is Last year's was pretty cool. That, last year's was epic. Yeah, that was awesome. But I'm going to go with Umbrella as, as her first song. Yeah, so there's a whole list that they came out with of, you know, with, with the odds, and I think Umbrella, let me double-check here. It's middle of the road. Plus 600. So, yeah, kind of middle of the road. Yeah. Um, the the best odds is Don't Stop the Music. Now, personally, I think that's going to come towards the end as they're, like, trying to kind don't of stop it. Yeah, yeah, pump yeah, yeah, people yeah. up and continue the party. Mm-hmm. I... I I am stuck between two. I'm going to take the one that has the better payout. I'm saying Rihanna comes out to work. Okay. Yep, that's my. Okay. That's my. The other one that I was stuck with was what's my name, um, just because like kind of like coming out introducing her like yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. that was this that would have been my second choice yeah truthfully. but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the the uh, higher payout and I'm gonna go with work by Rihanna that's gonna be the first one she kicks off and that right, was so plus fifteen hundred. Who okay I mean listen that's a I mean that's a nice payout that's a nice payout. All right, so there you have it. There's our prop bets. We talked last week about the football prop bets. Now we talked about some kind of off-the-wall ones. When we come back, we'll hit beer two, which is another cool can. Again, check us out on Instagram. It's another cool can, and I'm anxious to get in. I've heard a lot of good things about this brewery. Yeah. Never had anything from them, so I'm anxious to dig into this one. And we'll give our predictions and our picks for Super Bowl MVP. So stick around. We'll hit you with that when we come back. Welcome back to segment two, episode eight of the Master Craftsman. We are going to take a look at here our Super Bowl MVP picks. Now, this is going to obviously give away who we predict to potentially win the game. However, in segment three, we're going to give our final score predictions. Yeah. So we're going to kind of kind of say what we think the score is going to end up being. Um, but. Again, our MVP choices we'll make here, and we are going to go ahead and look at Blackstack cleared for takeoff. This is a, I mean, again, a very cool can. It's got yeah. the space shuttle on the side, um, taking off. Yeah, it's it's a sweet can. Yeah, it's got it's you cool. got the, the the space shuttles taking off, um, and then it's okay. It says on the back, "This is your captain speaking." Smoother than. Versace silk with a triplet of Strata, Talus, and Amarillo. So, um, we'll see what it's all about. Say, I, mean, uh, I mean, it's there's not much else to go off of. This one is coming in a little bit later at 10.2%, but we do have a 16-ounce can this time around. So, again, take a look at the, the picture that we, we are going to post here on the dot Mastercraftsman at Instagram um, because... I think you guys will appreciate the can art. Yeah, the can art, like we said, on all three of these is really, really cool. This one, obviously, um, it goes right along with that. Very hazy as you're pouring it. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm for it. I like I like the, the coloring quite a bit. 
um, if it tastes any anything like what it looks like. Look at that, man. I can tell you what, you had a. We talked about this before. You've had some practice uh, with these pores. Yeah, I think by the time my head settles on mine, I think they should be pretty close. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's impressive. I gotta give it to you. That's impressive. It's a feel. It's more of a feel. Yeah. Don't sell yourself. Don't sell yourself. <laughs> so well, that smells good. I'll get into my MVP pick first. Okay. And I've done a little bit of, um, not necessarily research, but I've done a little bit of like just kind of looking at history on this, okay. especially more recent history. Um, eight players from this position have won Super Bowl MVP. And more recently, I'll go back to Super Bowl Forty, which was, what, 17 Super Bowls ago. I think at least four to five of those players from that position have been since Super Bowl Forty, And that's the receiver position. You know, you guys got guys, guys like Lynn Swan, uh, Fred Bolitnikoff, and Jerry Rice were early on. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you've had guys like Dion Branch and Dion. Yeah, did they go back to back? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so. they did. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys like Dion Branch, Heinz Ward, Santonio Holmes uh, in Super Bowl Forty Three, Julian Edelman, and then Cooper Cup last, last year. year. So it's obvious my my pick is going to be a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And if you look at those names outside of obviously Jerry Rice, um, for the most part, it's the guy that's the second tier receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Santonio Holmes wasn't the guy in Pittsburgh until after that game. Yeah. I mean, Heinz Ward was... Ar- you could argue maybe, but I still think he's... Yeah. I mean, Heinz Ward was more of a possession guy. You know what I mean? He had a couple big catches, and he had that long touchdown from from Antoine Randall I mean, Jerry Rice obviously speaks for himself. But yeah. Dion Branch? Yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup is really the only one of recent memory that stands out. as like, okay, he's the guy. Edelman, again, you're looking at more of a receptions kind of guy, and but he well, turned a lot of those those receptions into big plays. He had plays. a ton of receptions in that game. Yeah, like, he was 11? really against the Falcons. Yeah, he had like eleven or twelve catches. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like it's absurd. But I'm looking at Philadelphia. Devontae Smith is my pick. Okay, he's a guy that makes a lot of like big splash plays. Yeah, and you know that. That young secondary for Kansas City is going to roll over to A.J. Brown. Yeah. He's the go-to. He's the big guy. He's the, I mean, the monster. Yeah. Devontae Smith is good. I mean, he can can take a a quick 5-10 yard hitch and go to distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a game breaker. And I think, like I said, with all of the, with all the expectation, not the expectation, but all the attention on A.J. Brown, I mean, that frees up Devontae Smith is that I guess if you want to call it second, that second guy that's the nice thing about Philly is I mean their second guy is like a first guy in most other On organizations yes, um, but that's kind of weird because I was thinking about taking AJ Brown because if we go back to our episode last week um, I took the over in AJ Brown targets at the I think eight and a half eight was eight the line so I'm expecting a really big game out of A.J. Brown. However, I'm taking more of a traditional stance. I think the young gun, uh, Jalen Hurts, comes in with the MVP. I think I think you really see him settle down. And people forget that this guy is 24 years old. He was born in 1998. I am older than him. Jeez, yeah, wow. this is crazy. Um, and so, But I do, I think he settles down. I think he does a lot with his feet. That's going to throw that that uh, secondary off. It's going to open up 
some things. I think you're going to have um, linebackers biting, linebackers not dropping uh, deep into coverage because they're kind of spying the quarterback. Um, I can see uh, rollouts that corners are biting up wanting to contain the quarterback. I see there being potential for big plays. I think he has a field day. Um, I think it's still going to be a tight game. You're playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't. Yeah, they're going to score points. However, I think it's going to be more impressive what Philly does and what Jalen Hurts does uh, with his with his athletic ability. I think he comes down with the MVP this year. He's got a lot of weapons too, man. So like that goes along with what you're saying in terms of winning the MVP. I mean, you think we just talked about Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, but he's got, you know, I I mean, Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell out of the backfield. Mm I mean, he's got a lot of guys that he can spread the ball around to. So, yeah, I mean, both both choices are, are, are good, like I said. And a lot of times you look at the MVP, sometimes it's not the number one guy. In no. In terms of, like, and, the number, like it, it's a guy that, like, you literally least expect. I remember in 2000, I think it was, no. When did Ray Lewis win it? I can't remember. It but, might have been 2002. Because he was just, I mean, he was, he didn't do really anything spectacular, but he led a very great Baltimore defense. It was 2003 when Tampa beat Oakland, the Oakland Raiders, now the Las Vegas Raiders, and Dexter Jackson had two interceptions. Yeah, and he got it. Larry Brown in yeah. 1995 against the Steelers had two I wasn't alive for that. Well, I was alive, and I won't, I'm not ashamed to say that. I was, <laughs> I was upset. So yeah, I mean, I think that is that is one thing that that this MVP. Um, I personally think it's a little bit broken how they do it and how they select it, because. But I think at the same time, if you don't do it the way that they do it, it would be the quarterback every year because yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about most valuable to an organization, if you it's take, yeah, if if you take, the, yeah, you play the the Phillies or the the Eagles and the Chiefs, and you take Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes out, like you're gonna find out really quick. Like the most valuable players <laughs> on those teams yeah. are gonna be those quarterbacks. But it's it's how they play as an organization and stuff like that. It does come into play, um, but. I think it's one of those things that you never know who's going to have just an amazing day. It could be a linebacker that has three and a half sacks. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. It could be a fumble recovery for a touchdown. You know, it could be anything like that. Well, in the game we were just talking about, the last team to win a coin toss, the Seahawks. Yeah. The Seahawks. Who? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not a knock on him, but nobody knew that guy's name pretty much outside of fans of the Seahawks. Yeah. Before that game, and now, I mean, he's immortalized because he was a Super Bowl MVP. So, yeah, it, it, it can really be anybody. But like we said, I mean, you're leaning towards Jalen Hurts for obvious reasons. I got Devontae Smith. That's more of like, reasons. yeah, I think and that's like, – I think yours is – is um, you're playing more into that who do I think is going to explode? Who do I think is going to have that like game? game? Yeah. I think someone, someone's going to key in. Mine's way too – mine, mine's, mine's a safe pick. Um to kind of balance yours out, but I I, I do uh, like I, I do like like your pick because I I too at the same time was thinking um, AJ Brown I, I I was I was thinking one of those receivers um, they're going to light up the field um, yeah I, I I like both picks I think uh, I think either of them are very possible so real quick going into this beer man um, this is my favorite of the two. 
This is my favorite of the two so far. I mean, yes, I'm gonna absolutely. Give, I'm going to put this up there about four or five. I would, I would um, be... I would be right on par with that. The last one Very I put, strong. I Very think four two five is what I think about the two thug to chug. Yeah, this one has the perfect balance of of the citrus and the juice with it's the a lot punch. More, it's a lot more citrusy than the yeah. first one. The first one, like I like I said, was a little more piney, piney, danky. Okay. I yeah. like both uh, both like flavors to that, but that, I mean, this is this is a lot more citrusy, which is kind of a little more up my alley. Yeah, really smooth too. Yes. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. And it is hazy, man. I oh, love it. Yeah, it's it got is, a real good mouthfeel. Nice, it is thick, full-bodied beer. There's it's no great. about it. Real cloudy. All right. So, we got one more beer. Yeah, we do. And we got our predictions coming up. So, stick around. We will come back. We'll give you our predictions on the winners. Obviously, our MVPs kind of gave that away a little bit. Yeah, a little. But we will give final score predictions as well. And we will jump into this Hot Butcher for the World Triple Unwind Your Mind. Stick Hopefully around. it does. Yes, stick around. All right, welcome back. Beer three of episode eight of The Master Craftsman. We are going to give our score and prediction of the winner of the Super Bowl on Sunday. We got, we got the spread. We got the over-under. Branson and I have kind of been talking, going back and forth on what we think is going to happen, so we're going to give you that. And we're going to hit beer three. This one's a cool one. This is a brewery that you you turned me on to um, probably about a year or so ago. Uh, their can art is generally really, really cool, and their beer is – I haven't had one from them that I have not liked. Right, yeah. Um, some are better than others, but that's – pretty much anything you can get into yeah but i i've, I've really liked the the selections that i've had um from this brewery yeah so we've got the hot butcher here um again really really good brewery they're they are when i'm going for an ipa i honestly i don't know now that i'm thinking about it, i don't know if i've ever had a triple from them um i don't, I don't think I but have. as far as just regular hazy new england's or even double ipas they're one that i that I go to pretty common because it's they make really pretty good yeah beer. pretty good across the board yeah. and so this one is a, a triple IPA it's a triple unwind your mind and now I didn't notice it at first but now that I'm looking at it it is a bunch of fishing rods with fishing line that's yeah, kind of tangled I was, together I was trying to look at that earlier thinking like what I'm like what are they going for yeah, here is, but now I've got it figured out so it's a cool pink and it is color. pink purple and and some blues it's kind of like I don't know when I look at it I think of like if you're fishing on a lake or something like when the sun's setting or sun's rising yeah. depending on what kind of fishing you're doing but yeah, if you're early morning, you're late night. yeah so let's give her a try again their stuff is just yeah, stuff typically is, phenomenal yeah, so their stuff is, 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 is always good it's a really that's a that's a deeper yellowish yeah I mean, than, than we've had for the other three that's a really hazy one yeah, this one might be oh boy alright I so, think this one is the second highest that's a 10-5 I saw it when you turned it around that's a 10-5 so yeah it's in the middle of the three and there it is, another another perfect a nearly pour. perfect pour. I mean, again, don't sell yourself short. Again, by the don't time they balance short. out, I think they're going to be pretty close. Right, so I try not to short you, but I also try not to short myself either when well, it comes right. to pouring I mean, them up. Listen, I mean, if it's if it's the, the equivalent of like you getting like 
eight and a half ounces and me getting seven and a half of the 16. Yeah, I mean, it it's close. It's definitely going to be close. Yeah, All right, so, Jared, why don't you cover the um, the line and the over-under, and then we'll kind of get into where we think this is going to lead. Okay, so the line for the game is, is Philly minus one and a half. So Vegas likes Philly to win um, their second Super Bowl in four years. I mean, as Branson can't even answer the question because he's so excited about it. He's pointing at his beer continuously. Yeah, that is, that is really, really good. I mean, I've been jabbering on. I haven't had an opportunity to dive into it. But, yeah, so Vegas likes Philly, minus one and a half. Over-under is 51 points. So um, I hope it hits the 51. I want to honestly, it's the Super Bowl. My team's not in it. I want to see a shootout. I want to see. I want to be entertained. Well, that's the thing. You, you want to see points. Yeah. Regardless of what, it doesn't matter if it's a Super Bowl or if it's a game on like sep- the middle of September. Yeah. You want to see points. I want to see points scored. I mean, now if it's if it's in like December, like middle of December, and we're talking like AFC North football, like oh yeah, I could literally I could sit there and watch a. 10 to 7 game. Yeah. I mean, I've watched plenty of I've seen plenty like 12 to 6, 12 to 7, like... Like defensive battles. But like, if we're talking a Super Bowl, I mean, the whole pop and circumstance around it, I want to see some points. Yeah. Um, My MVP pick, obviously, as we did in the segment previous, was Devontae Smith. So obviously, I'm taking the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. I I just think that this this is their year again. They won the Super Bowl, obviously, a few years back. I, I just think that 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 they're the team to beat this year. I think they they've kind of I don't want to say team of destiny, but I think they've just had all the pieces and everything has kind of fit. You know what I think is is another thing that I don't know if it necessarily plays an advantage or not, but I think they have been so under the radar and humble about this season. Mm-hmm. It's not all over Sports Center. It's not all over like the the Eagle. It's the Eagles. They're in the Super Bowl, and like people are like, "How did they get there?" Like they had a great effect. Too. Yeah, they yeah. had just like a great season. You know, everyone's focused on what Tom Brady's. Like yeah, what's Tom Brady doing after coming out of retirement? What's Patrick Mahomes doing? You know, look at you know the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson and that fiasco going That's on. Right. Look at the Seahawks and what Geno Smith is doing out there. You know. In what seemed to be an abandoned Seahawks organization, yeah. watch Trey Lance and the whole fiasco going on with the 49ers quarterback situation, and the Eagles were steadily grinding they're away. They were there every yeah. single week. Yeah. And I think that the, not the lack of, but like the the lesser of the, the media coverage, I think that does help keep nose on the grindstone, heads down, and focused on work. I think it plays into that for them. I think um, I think it would be the perfect cap to just like a really great season. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful assessment. I, I mean, again, like like I said, I'm going with Philly. I, I'm taking a 34-31 game. That's, I like um, that game. I like that number. I like that area of numbers. I don't think it's going to be one of those, you know, 54, you know, 48. No, I don't think it's no. going to be any type of shootout like that. Um, I think both teams are going to score points, and I think yeah. both defenses are going to make a couple stops here and there. But I think both offenses are high-powered enough that, you know, they're going to put obviously put points on the board. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be – I mean, it's a three-point spread in terms of my prediction. I don't think it's going to be a last-second field goal. No. 
But I think it's going to be a three-point game. And I, I think Philly covers the spread. And the over-under, obviously, 34-31 is 65. So I think the over, the over hits as well. But yeah. I, I like Philadelphia to win their, their second Super Bowl in, I think, it's, I think it's four or five years. Because the Rams won it last year. They beat, was it, was it, they beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots, yes. Uh, Was that the last year Brady was there? No, because the last year Brady was there, they got knocked out before that. Yeah, I think you're right, four or five years. I can't remember. Um, They're second within the last five years. Completely different organization, though. Not even, not even Well, it's completely different team. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like, a lot of the guys aren't even the same guys. Yeah, it's it's way different. I I Foles a quarterback. I yeah. I mean, I think that what they have done with that organization, uh, I think they are going to be the team to beat for a couple years to come. I've, they've got a lot of talent on that team and a young, talented quarterback. Uh, I also am taking the Eagles. Um, now I am taking them. Uh, I I still I still think that the over hits. I am taking them at. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Uh, I just, I think Kansas City. Um, I think they are going to strike and come out hot to start. Um, I think you're going to see twenty-one or or twenty or you know twenty-one, fourteen, twenty-one, somewhere in there um, at halftime. And I think they are going to level off. I think Eagles defense is going to settle down and and find their way to limit Mahomes again he's still got that bum ankle so whatever they got to do defensively to try to scheme around him and keep him maintained and at the same time I think uh, you are going to see uh, Jalen Hurts settle down in the in the pocket and make some plays in the second half that's going to really pull things away um, and then you're going to see Patrick Mahomes try to do Patrick Mahomes things um, that I just don't necessarily think you're going to fall his way just kind of more like we need something to happen i need to make some plays he's going to try to force the ball you're going to see some potential turnovers and uh i think you're going to end up seeing philly take this one with a little bit more of a margin than what than what you have predicted so both of us have a philly Mm -hmm. philly special super bowl here um on the same wavelength with that so i'm excited to see like i mean um Truthfully, if Kansas City wins, I'm not going to be like disappointed. Like I don't really have, I'm not really interested yeah. in the game. I'm not a way. hardcore Eagles fan a, or anything like it's that. The fact yeah. that it's a Super Bowl, I, I watch it. You know yeah, I mean, you watch whoever's playing in it. Um, and I just, I think, I, I think I want the Eagles to win, um, just because I don't want to see Mahomes win. Yeah, I feel, and like, that's that's like I feel bad saying that, but it's like it's I'm just tired of the same old, same old. Yeah, I don't want it to be that predictable, like because you know, and that's I think why I take you know why I took the MVP I did what because I I am I'm rooting for the Eagles. Yeah, I'm pulling for the Eagles as well. I I think I think if 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 someone asked me like you know you got to wear one of the jerseys, which one are you wearing? Yeah, I'm wearing I'm popping on the Hertz jersey. I'll probably wear the black Eagles jersey because those are slick looking. Yeah, those are pretty sharp. All right, so there you have it. Our Super Bowl shows. Last week, this week, we talked prop bets. 
We talked MVP. We talked predictions. Both of us like the Eagles. We haven't we talked had, we had this last beer. beer, but we have not hit too much on this last one. And Branson, I'm going to say personally, this is the best of the bunch. I'm yeah. going to give it a four seven five. I'm going four seven it's five. One of the better triples that I've had ever. Um, Do you pick really? up a bunch of honey? Like very it's sweet. like a much it has a oh, yeah. sweetness to it. That's one hundred percent correct. It's yeah. balanced out really good with the hops and the citrus. I I really like this it's, one. It's incredibly hoppy. Yeah, but it is. It has a thickness of a like a little of a, of a sweet taste mm-hmm. to it. That yeah, dude, it's just next level. It's just yeah. really good. And we talked about it before we even cracked it. Hop butcher for the world makes some very very good beer. And they did not miss the mark on this one either. Yeah, it, it's really good. It got I, I get a lot of like honey undertones, some vanilla undertones yep. that take the the, um, the bitterness of the hop that you get up front and really mellow it out and smooth it out. Turns into a really sweet beverage on the back end. Very, very, very good beer. Yeah, delicious beer. Um, and we will be diving into some more hop butcher stuff as... Yeah. You know, and they've been, yeah, continue because they have. I mean, they just have a, a, a tremendous lineup of beers that and, we can choose. Yeah, from. and we've been seeing more frequent uh, arrivals coming yes. into our, our local shop. So, yeah. definitely looking forward to see you know what else they come up with. And we've got, I mean, I think we've got a handful of things on the horizon as far as some pretty exciting things coming soon. So, yeah. we're definitely, uh, interested in and what's what's to come next from not only hot butcher but some of these other breweries that we're we're really excited about trying some of the new stuff that's coming out yeah for sure so stick around we got one more segment we will come back here in a moment we'll give you our preview of our next episode and kind of wrap up what we've had today with our triple ipa episode kind of where we're headed after the super bowl and, and into our next few conversations so stick around we'll be right back Welcome back to episode 8 of the Master Craftsman. We have hit on our crazy prop bets. We have hit on the MVP choices. And we've given our prediction for Sunday's Super Bowl between the Eagles and Chiefs. Now let's take a quick peek ahead at what we've got coming up. This one I'm I'm pretty excited for because this is one of my, at the moment, most favorite breweries. I would... I would... I would agree. And that, yeah. is, that is Mortalis. Uh, yes. Out of New York, um, they make some absolutely unreal smoothies. Yes. Unreal. Like, it's not even... Um, we've talked about 450. They make some great stuff. Ill Will, obviously, is next level. But Mortalis is right up there with them. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, I yeah. think Mortalis makes some crazy, crazy stuff. And... Um, I have two or three. I know you have two or three. So yeah. we've got to limit it and try to pick three that we want to do. Yeah, and we got some of the newer ones that have just been released ones and that, that we, we got. Had before, um, which is good. Yeah, so I'm really yeah, I'm really excited to break into some of that stuff. I've had several of their stouts. I've had several of their smoothies. I really I haven't had one that I didn't like yet. Um, they are they are they're a great brewery. For some reason, I they're about 
probably about four and a half hours from where we are. Yeah, I think it's Um, Avon, New York is the city that they're in. It's one that I think I'd love to go and check out. And I think I would probably try to do it and froth in the same trip because you kind of have to go through one to get to the other. Yeah, Um, It's about 50 minutes from froth. So maybe it's something that the Master Craftsman will try. Maybe the summer when the weather's nice and the roads are clear. Um, Because it is one that... um, I would love to go and see their operations and just uh, and try not stuff. to spend a thousand dollars on their beer to go. And they would have stuff there that like we can't get around. Here. Yeah, I mean, we get a lot their of stuff. tap list and V gets a ton of stuff. Yeah, they're between their tap list and probably what they have to go for you know cans to go and things of that nature. I'd love to catch like a one of their. Um, Barrel Age release yes. Saturdays. That'd be great. They just had one last Saturday. They did a Barrel Aged um, Stout uh, aged on bananas and peanuts, and I would just oh, love to try that one. And there's a chance maybe at some point we will get that one to try, but yeah. A Mortalis Invasion next week, and I'm really I'm here for it. Yeah, a, a Mortalis Invasion, a Mortalis Takeover, if you That's will. That's right. Um, and then in terms of topic, this is something that's kind of been um, very pertinent in, in, in most recent times. Is last night, LeBron James became the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, uh, which is just an, incre- it's a crazy, it's an incredible, unbelievable feat, yeah. record for someone yeah. to, to, to get to that point. So, you know, Branson and I have been talking. We're going to take a look at the what we think each of us are going to come up with our own three the most unbreakable records in sports. Now, obviously, records are made to be broken. However, right. we're going to each pick three that we feel like, okay, these are going to be ones that are going to be extremely difficult for someone to get to. It's going to have to be a generational talent, special individual, like very the special person. It's going to have yeah. to align. Yes. Like, it's going to have to be something just incredible for someone to get to these numbers mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that it'll never happen i'm saying that these are things that are going to be i don't know that i'll see it happen yeah insanely difficult for yeah. it to ever happen um so i'm excited to dive into that I, like i said i have a couple in my brain right now yeah. i'm gonna try to mix it up between sports i don't want to focus on just one yeah thing. Yeah, there's a couple that instantly come to mind, but yes. I think I am going to dig a little deeper and try to maybe look at some of the overlooked categories or some of the things where it's like, wow, like I I know, like I just I do not see that one being broken, yeah, like or more obscure ones. Like yeah, you and I have talked about all yeah, yeah, yeah. like just like I don't know if anybody's going to get to that, dude. <laughs> I just don't think so. There's some special people who have who have really set some high bars, and. I think we're going we're gonna to look to examine a lot of those bars and, and see which ones we think uh, are just going to be very hard to reach and that we don't think, at least in our lifetime, that we'll see be beat. I agree. I agree. So join us next week when we dive into that again. The Mortalis Invasion uh, would take place next week on our episode where we talk about the most unbreakable, in our opinion, records in sports. So for Branson, this is Jared. Thank you for joining us on Episode 8 of the master craftsman don't forget to check us out on the dot master craftsman at or on instagram excuse me um we got some posts we got our new glasses yes. that have been posted there again shout out check to them out by pay yep and um we have pictures of the cool can art that we've gotten from tonight um for some of the beers that we've do- we've dove into so 
Again, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you all next week.